Hi, I'm Kenzie Fell, producer and co-host of McGowan Braybender's podcast channel, Side Effects. Today, we are joined by Stephen Knight, the Executive Vice President at Quantum Health. Quantum Health is an award-winning consumer healthcare navigation company that delivers an unparalleled consumer experience based on empathy and trust, enabling employers to achieve industry-leading satisfaction rates and independently validated claim savings. As Executive Vice President, Stephen has responsibility for all of Quantum's operations, including member experience, patient services, clinical operations, vendor and point solution integrations, and training and quality. As a result of his leadership, he helped Quantum Health earn Columbus Business First title of best place to work for the 12th year running. And in 2017, Stephen was named to Columbus Business First prestigious 40 under 40 list. As a certified predictive index analyst, he continues to lead new career development and leadership programs for quantum health employees. We are thrilled to have him on the show. Welcome, Stephen. I'm Scott McGowan. I'm Kenzie Fell. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. Now, I think even for our listeners, too, I think what's important is um, we might be right, we might be wrong, but one thing is we're not afraid. Our goal is to get you to think about things a little differently. And we're unscripted. We just have free reign for 20 minutes. Welcome to Side Effects with an egg. Welcome to Side Effects, Scott McGowan. Hi, Kenzie. Hi, Scott. How are you today? Doing fantastic. We have a great guest with us today, Stephen. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the show. We are um, very excited to get to know you and Quantum Health and how McGowan Braybender compares and contrasts with you guys. And so just starting off, Stephen, can you tell us a little bit about what Quantum Health does for an employer and for their employees? Absolutely. Yep. So Quantum Health is a, a consumer navigation company. Really, we exist to provide you know, a guided experience through consumer healthcare journeys. And for 20 years now, we've been creating the path for what's now becoming common and almost an increasingly essential part of benefit strategy, this, this whole navigation and advocacy space. I think one of the things too, Stephen, one is, I mean, you have a, your organization has an impeccable um, reputation uh, very well known across, you know, at least um, our landscape when you talk about brokers, consultants, and employer-sponsored plans. What, so at its core, what's, what's Quantum's mission? Yeah. Well, we really ladder everything up to that uh, guided experience through the entirety of a consumer's healthcare journey. And frankly, I think part of it comes from the fact that we strive to be a best-loved brand to consumers. And we don't really uh, measure ourselves specifically to um, whether it be the healthcare industry, the insurance industry. Instead, we sort of look to those who have transformed how consumers experience other industries, how they've sort of changed the landscape of experience and outcomes. And, and Effectively, that becomes what we have tried over the past 20 years uh, to bring to to benefits in healthcare. So, if I was a, if I was a, an employer and I'm listening to this, what's what's like your target market? What you know, what what size of employer are you looking for? Sure. Well, any self-funded employer, frankly, is within our target market. I mean, those who are ready to move beyond more of a traditional benefits and healthcare approach and 
find a solution that's industry-leading in terms of, of consumer experience and, and financial outcomes. Uh, the good news is around 110 million Americans are insured through an employer plan, so uh, the market is wide open for those who are, are opportunities for this kind of service. Um, and so, yeah, we're fortunate to have customers that range from uh, 1,000 uh, employees up to 100,000 in all different industries. Yeah, I think one of the things you brought up was this uh, consumer experience, which is kind of interesting. And I was, you know, obviously I've got some experience with Quantum and listening to some, you know, some other things you guys are speaking to directly. But um, you, my opinion is um, you want to be the front door for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even the mindset, and I think a lot of the listeners would disagree, would, would agree, was the fact that th- there isn't a, a high trust level from consumers in regards to an insurance company. Correct. And your right. consumer experience, is that would that be like the front door to healthcare for uh, for quantum? In many ways, absolutely. So what I would say is that this industry, this specific healthcare uh, industry has suffered from what uh, something frankly that other industries uh, have been uh, uh, really figuring out for for a number of years, which is how do you create a clear consumer pathway? When someone is in need of your of your service, uh, what we had seen in the benefits and healthcare space is that there was really no clear consumer mode in which what the front door of benefits, the front door of healthcare, really was. You had people who were beginning at various points uh, making decisions that frankly weren't in their best interest and didn't know until they were so far down a given path. And so, what we've tried to do is simplify that entry point for all things benefits and healthcare, so that we can bring the right expertise to get people safely uh, through the experience. So when you think about that execution, you talk about the savings. So creating savings for the customers. Help, help our listeners understand what that, what that savings element looks like. Yeah, of course. And a lot of the savings that we are able to produce for, for customers is <clears throat> really predicated on the intimacy of our, our relationships with consumers and, and the expertise we bring to the benefits and healthcare environment. One of the key the key points is it starts with our ability to engage at the earliest possible time prior to those key decisions being made and certainly working on their behalf to ensure they're receiving the most effective care and support across a system that we all know is highly fragmented and is typically designed for operational efficiency more so than uh, than, than customer experience. Um, where we know the challenge is being a healthcare consumer. And when we look at our own data set and the expertise we're bringing to understanding consumer pain points, we're seeing the same trends that you guys are seeing around 41% of people tend to uh, refer themselves to specialists, that of which 61% end up making the wrong selection. Mm-hmm. And the 11-month journey that somebody goes on between diagnosis to new normal, the five to seven physicians they'll see during this time period, and the 50-plus claims filed on their behalf, all of these pain points are opportunities for misuse, overuse, underuse, frankly, and because we're engaged so very early, we're helping to really streamline and make this process more effective. And so we're seeing savings coming from improved primary care services, preventive screening usage, um, making sure that when services are capable of being performed in an outpatient or home setting versus a costly inpatient environment, um, we're, we're making that happen. Staying within their network, um, which has 
incredible cost savings, both to the individual and an aggregate to the plan, inpatient day re, re, um, reducing uh, those, unnecessary readmissions, trying to avoid those. So all of these different pathways, which if you engage early and are walking alongside the person throughout this entire ecosystem, those are the key levers we're pulling that, that deliver results. Okay. So you talk about savings, obviously. Um, do you have an estimated ROI for this? Sure, yeah, and we look at that in a number of different ways. So um, we look at, you know, how do we help manage trend over a one-year and and three-year period? Um, When we look at three years, when uh, we have customers that join with us compared to an industry trajectory of, uh, frankly, what you see anywhere between 55 to 7% trend on a year-over-year basis when we're comparing to the industry. Our most recent independent validated actuary results show that we were about 1.5% over a three-year period compared to that industry of, of 5 to 7. So, um, you know, again, you don't take our word for it or just a case study. It's our entire book of business. That we are that we, we allowed independent actuary to kind of validate on our behalf. Awesome. Um, so I was just thinking back to your previous answer too. Um, do you have an example, kind of from start to finish, of why would someone reach out to Quantum Health? And when you're at that front door, can you kind of give us the idea of the process, an example of um, how it works? Yep, absolutely. So the types of things that we help people with. Um, it's a huge scope, a huge range of things. So everything from understanding what's available within their employer benefits package, helping to select physicians, facilities, uh, assistance with claims support, uh, remediation of that if there's a payment issue, deep clinical care coordination services for those dealing with acute medical issues, chronic disease, medical procedure support. So the scope is is quite broad. Um, But one of the things that makes this model so effective is that we intercept members via the natural pathway in which they're already interacting with benefits. So when people pull out that insurance ID card, which often has five to seven different points of entry there, different numbers for different types of issues that you might be dealing with, we simplify and provide one single phone number one app, one website, you don't have to make that choice as a consumer because people don't really sort themselves into operationally efficient buckets. One place to go, and that's how we are ultimately intercepting and and supporting members. And the way that that occurs is people often begin with the questions they know to ask, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody who doesn't create incredible domain expertise in this this environment calls and asks things like, um, how much have I met towards my deductible? or how much is this appointment gonna cost me? Is this doctor in the network? Or importantly, their treating physicians call on their behalf and say, does this require authorization? Is this patient covered? Are they they eligible under the plan? What we've done is taking those road signs and we've turned those into incredibly rich data points that we now use as engagement levers. People that are asking those questions aren't asking for the sake of general information. It's because they're planning upcoming care. We discovered if we can involve ourselves at that point, before key decisions are made, that allows us to address their needs financially, clinically, uh, and certainly psychosocially as well. You know what's interesting, Stephen, is, um, and, and I think you'll agree with this, and it's a slightly controversial um, uh, conversation <laughs> oh that boy. I'm willing to throw out there. But Here we go. <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of times, too, I mean, what, what an employer say, well, you know, I'm paying an insurance company to do this. Uh, and then on the flip side, you would have, hey, aren't health systems and providers supposed to be doing this for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Cap- Captain Obvious just landed, and obviously, you know, that's not that's not happening today. Yeah. Sure. 
Well, I, you know, I think it's a huge ecosystem out there. When you think of the insurance carrier traditional model and you think of the medical care landscape that's out there, uh, to do what, to provide this single point of entry, the simplified model for consumers, while it's very simple to them having one single place to visit, it's anything but simple in terms of the execution of it, being able to blend all of those services together into one team of experts so that you know, it's our job to bring the expertise to the table and we don't want members to have to sort themselves via IVR or other technical ways into different buckets. Um, so it's not easy in, in the uh, execution of it. And so it, revolves, it involves a lot of system, powerful technology, powerful artificial intelligence insights, and all of those things that exist. Um, similarly, I think re- regardless of those things being true, there is a power to independence in this. Um, you know, we're not processing claims. We're not responsible for the provider network. We have the ability to turn full attention and control to what's in the best interest of that consumer. And how they perceive that independence is that somebody there that is independent and fighting for them and only on their side and only has their best interest at heart. So I think there's a, a business model based around customer intimacy that is a huge factor as opposed to operational efficiency. Um, but there's also the independence, which just uh, lends a different level of, of credibility to the relationship. So um, Scott and I were talking before this a little bit, and he was telling me um, just another example. He was saying, you know, Quantum would help somebody schedule their hip surgery, and then they'd help them find the best place that's the cheapest and the best quality. But then you guys go a step further where you're like, well, um, so when you get back to your house, do you have anyone taking care of you? Um, Do you have any help? Do you need a ramp? Are you on the second floor? Um, So how do you guys find out that kind of information, if that's correct, too? Like, how do you engage these people? Well, part of it is that um, what we're asking in this model is that uh, all elements of, of member service, provider service, and care coordination is effectively turned over to, to Quantum Health. And so uh, we really view our job in this model, because we are consumer and, and provider focused, that we want to own the end-to-end experience that these individuals have with, with benefits and health care. And so... Um, our job in this process is as people are going through medical events, we want to engage with them at a pre-admission basis. We want to help them prepare for what's upcoming, ensure that they have um, home support, ensure that they have plans in place for discharge prior to ever even entering the hospital. And we want to be engaging with their treating physicians and facilities every single day while they're inpatient. What's changing? Any complications? Anything that we can do to support this? Are, are we able to get people safely to potentially a lower level of care or, frankly, out of the hospital when they are safe to avoid any administrative delay in the process, which we know sometimes can occur. Um, We want to, at the post-discharge level, be sure that we're taking all the documentation and learnings from that inpatient event and ensuring that people have everything they need from home health or whether it be durable medical equipment, that we're doing full medication reconciliation to identify any risks or hazards that somebody might uh, might be experiencing. So it truly is deep end-to-end coordination support, and it becomes because we're in constant conversation with both the consumers and their treating physicians. I just, that makes me happy because I just think about my grandparents too, and if they were ever in the hospital for something, and we were probably stuck doing all of this pre-planning and post-planning, and it's just nice to know that there are companies that care. 
Yeah, and I think one of the things that you know that's interesting. So, so you brought up one thing too. So it's um, the front door for the employee and the member and their dependents, but it's also the front door for the providers as well. So when I think about that, and uh, you're replacing, uh, you know, obviously, uh, let's just say it's an insurance company self-funded platform, and I'm sure over the years it's been difficult for them to say, yeah, we'll let Quantum do this. <laughs> I, I'm sure there hasn't been an easy task, but I think even more recently, I, I, I don't think that's been as difficult for you to move as an organization. Is that fair? Uh, absolutely, yes. So I think, generally speaking, um, what we strive to do is, you know, if, if you look at the, the reality of the consumer's experience, so much of it is tied into the effectiveness of their treating physicians as well in the experience that they receive. And so the same single point of entry we're providing to, uh, the, to the consumers, we feel is imperative that the providers follow the, the same course because they have just as many challenges with benefits and authorizations and, mm-hmm. and having a fragmented system on their side. Um, and frankly, they have a really powerful data set. You know, Every time a provider calls and asks a patient's eligible and active, it gives you a great degree of information of what type of provider is calling and uh, what potential diagnosis or procedure might be upcoming. Um, and so I think, frankly, in the industry, um, you know, providers really enjoy working with us. In fact, we, we launched what was probably the first of its kind uh, a year or two ago in terms of measuring net promoter score of providers. Um, a lot of people have focused on the satisfaction of members in a, a navigation process, but we were thrilled to receive an, an NPS of 74 from provider organizations specifically, which is certainly you know in that best-loved brand's world-class territory. So um, we have not seen quite as much uh, friction in terms, of, in terms of that because ultimately Ultimately, it's in the best interest of, of the consumer. So one of the things, too, you know, I'm sitting here and, and Kenzie is uh, a heck of a lot younger than I am. So this whole, like, digital world. Um, sure. Uh, uh, so just kind of unpack that for us and what you're doing to address some of those issues. Sure. Yeah. Well, well certainly how consumers are interacting with benefits and healthcare is evolving. Um, that's why our, our single point of entry is not simply a telephonic model. You can choose to have a, a secure exchange with us via your mobile app, uh, a web chat with us if that chooses to be how you, uh, how you want to receive or, or information or communicate with us. So we truly believe this is an omni-channel experience. And, um, you know, little things on how we share information back and forth between visits um, are, are important to have all of those open digital channels. Um, and so, you know, we, we don't limit ourselves one way or the other. We leave it completely open to consumer preference on how do how do you best want to receive information i um was i obviously like that too because i'm on to the digital world and we are joking about dr google and nurse yahoo Mm -hmm. and how people self-diagnose all the time now you're googling your symptoms you're figuring out on webmd what's wrong with you um so how do you think that's affecting the entire healthcare industry as a whole Sure. Uh, quite a bit, frankly. I mean, generally, I would say that the, that immediate access to medical information has, has generally been positive. I mean, the rapid advances in diagnosis, treatment processes of online medical databases and literature, uh, and certainly once a confirmed diagnosis exists, 
the ability to learn more, improve your education around disease, and or find support groups and resources ultimately is is a really positive thing. Um, but I certainly believe that self-diagnosis is, is a major contributor to some of the underuse, overuse, and misuse we see. Typically, how, how the industry thinks of this is all laddered up to that 40% of wasted spend we see that the U.S. healthcare system generally coins as unnecessary care, um, overuse of antibiotics or diagnostic lab tests, high wait times ultimately that people experience in ER urgent settings because of this. Um, and a lot of that is is generated from, from self-diagnosis, which comes from, you know, first-click resources as opposed to trusted outlets. Um, if people, you know, are, are self-diagnosing, uh, they could potentially laser in on a particular diagnosis and, un- and ignore an underlying comorbid condition or, frankly, overact overreact to common symptoms. You know, one of the top 10 health searches in Google is, why am I so tired? And that, re- that search returns uh, <laughs> causes ranging from infection to heart failure to sleep apnea, oh, yeah. liver disease, and anemia. Right? And that's a top 10 search. So uh, frankly, I think it's all of these things that are, that are sort of impacting the system and, and certainly the, the employers as well. You know, one of the things you talk about is, you know, it says quantum, you, you talk about the chosen and the unchosen. So, and it's a healthcare seeker model. Help, help us understand what the, what, what the difference between those two are. Sure. Yeah. And so how I would think about that is, and it isn't necessarily specific to someone who is, who is generally just seeking services as much as it is more of a reflection on uh, human behavior and, and the cognitive approach when a healthcare issue arises, either to either you personally or to uh, maybe a close loved one. I think we, as humans, generally have specific reactions. They're cognitive reactions, behavioral to external factors that help shape our decision making. And so uh, what we do is we, we kind of draw a distinction between someone who's going through healthcare, it could be a new diagnosis or a complex medical procedure, maybe versus someone who is intentionally entering a service or, or a buying experience. I mean, take someone who is shopping for you know goods or services, it could be a new vehicle, buying a home, even something routine as a, a television, you know, when that person isn't under the stimuli of a life-changing diagnosis, how they process information is more deliberate. It's more intentional. And so how you present information to and guide those consumers who are making that conscious choice to be in this experience is very different. They look at different features, functions, quality, different priorities, and decisions are largely based around fact and reason. So the healthcare consumer, though, unfortunately, is falls into what we call the unchosen journey mindset. Mm-hmm. Members react differently. It comes a range of emotions from anger, fear, uh, sadness, fear, fight, flight. It's a typical physiological reaction that occurs when there's a perceived threat or a harmful event. And so it could be life-threatening or it could be even episodic, which is at a minimum life-disrupting. Uh, so the healthcare, the benefits and tools and programs related are uh, not a core message that we as individuals process on a regular basis. So when we're immediately thrust into this, it's a domain we have no expertise. Uh, We may hear the information, but we don't effectively listen, or we don't know the relevant questions to ask in the moment. Um, And that's the reality of that being why we have created that, that single point of entry. So we have that team to protect you financially, clinically, and, and humanistically. I, I, I imagine the people that are the unchosen category are the ones typing in, why am I tired on Google? Um, that makes <laughs> exactly. me laugh. Um, but just kind of to wrap up here, one of the last questions I wanted to hear from you, Stephen, is with Quantum's approach, um, where exactly do you see the future of healthcare? 
Yeah, well, certainly the entire healthcare system is is evolving. So employer benefits plans are in a constant state of shift and refinement in terms of cost and value and coverages. Um, diagnosis is rapidly changing um, with the emergence of precision medicine. Genetic genomic testing has already transformed oncology treatment and will continue to do so. Uh, pharmacogenetics is beginning to do the same for how we, we react with medications. Um, I think we're also going to continue seeing the emergence of healthcare point solutions tools, services, everything from the telehealth vendors, second opinions, bundled surgery and value-based programs, all the way to the condition-specific areas. Um, we also now have over a half a million connected devices in, in the healthcare world, ranging from wrist healthcare activity trackers to continuous glucom glucose monitors, automated insulin delivery. Uh, and so we know that all of these things are in constant state of, of evolution, um, and consumer preferences are changing. You know, 2019 was the first time we've seen non-traditional care delivery settings, such as telehealth or retail clinics, surpass traditional care for episodic reasons like cold, flu, or, or routine immunizations. Um, so with all of those things being true, at the end of the day, there is still a consumer who is thrust into this journey and needs somebody to help stitch together the best possible pathway, a personalized pathway, so they get through this process safely and effectively with the best possible outcomes. Healthcare is always going to be highly personal, highly emotional, and how we react to this kind of a journey is the same from the beginning of time. While the world around us may change, they need the somebody who's going to sort of fight and protect and get them through, through this process um, in the best way possible. Well, I think, Stephen, you know, as we kind of wrap up here, I think there's a couple of things. So uh, historically, and, and I've been to your, um, your organization in uh, Columbus, uh, amazing leader, amazing leadership, great organization, great thought leaders. When I think of quantum, I think of things like, you know, concierge service. I think of white glove service. I think the other thing that I love about your organization is uh, you're not a payer. So you're not, you're not motivated by transactions. You're actually motivated by transformation. So what we might do is put out for our listeners some additional information about how to contact Quantum, uh, even information that we can put out uh, on, on our website on our website yep. in regards to Quantum and the delivery. And I would encourage our listeners to go out and want to, if, if they want to learn more, um, it is a strategic uh, organization that is making a significant difference. Very thankful for them. In our, mm -hmm. uh, in our industry. So if you have any questions for us, you can email uh, me at scott at healthierbirthdays.com or Kenzie at healthierbirthdays.com. So, Stephen, we can't uh, thank you enough for uh, for joining uh, Side Effects and uh, appreciate your time and uh, dedication to this industry. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. And to our listeners, thanks for listening. Kenzie, great to see you. Yep. Have an amazing day. We'll see you next time.